Welcome everyone to the Cardano Effect podcast, episode 44. The purpose of this podcast is to take high-level developer information and projects that are occurring within the Cardano space and break them down into bite-sized, consumable pieces of information for everyday use. I'm your host, Philippe, and let's get this podcast started. So it's Rick and myself today, and this is our weekly live stream. We've been doing this for three or four weeks now. It might be the third time. Um, I'm losing track. But basically what we do is we cover everything that happened within Cardano for the week, whether it's dry or not. We just cover the news of the week and we have a live discussion with YouTubers and uh, everyone that's putting questions in the chat. We're going to try to get to as many questions as possible and really just uh, have a relaxed Sunday. So we appreciate you joining us on a Sunday. We know that uh, you could be doing you could be spending your time doing something else, but we really appreciate everyone tuning in today. And this is going to be a relaxed episode. If you missed our last episode of the Cardano Effect podcast for all the new viewers and those that are not familiar with our format, we interviewed Caitlin Long, which was a wonderful episode. Highly recommend to go and watch that. And this is more of, even if you're not 100% into Cardano, if you're in blockchain in general, this is a good episode for you to watch. You can get a lot of tidbits as an investor, and you can start doing things to protect yourself in the future and really think about the long term and what you're going to do with your crypto assets and how you're going to move the things around because it's the wild, wild west out here. Uh, regulation has not been put out uh, thoroughly. So making sure that you are in control of your crypto assets and know exactly how to make the most out of your money is very important. So with that being said, I'm going to pass it over to Rick. Rick, how are you doing today? What's going on? What's happening? Hey, aloha, Philippe. I'm in Hawaii. I'm heading back to Virginia today. So I got up early this morning, still firing up my brain with a little bit of coffee. Anyway, I would like to put a shout out to our sponsor, IOHK. Thank you very much for sponsoring the podcast. I would also like to remind viewers the podcast is available on Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, Spotify, SoundCloud, and iTunes. And if you guys have any feedback for me, let us know at the CardanoEffect.io website. We have a contact form there. You can fill it out to get a hold of us. All right. So for this week, we are, we're on Reddit. And on the Reddit form, we're going to sort by top and weekly if you want to follow along on there and review the subjects and content. There was a few things we're going to talk about this week before we get into the meat of things. Yes. And one of them is the puzzle. The puzzle's been solved. The 10,000 ADA was won. It was won by the Discord team. Uh, Carlos put out a tweet. Thank you, Carlos, for getting that information out on the street. Good job to the Discord team. We call them the Discord team because people started to form groups. Uh, They didn't have an official team name, but if you ever use Discord for gaming, it's a very good communication medium. And the people that teamed up and attacked the puzzle from multiple angles were able to solve it. People also, there, there were multiple people who posted clues that they found along the way on the Cardano forum. So you can retrace the puzzle. Everything on the puzzle is completely verifiable in public. It's all publicly available on the internet. If you go to the Cardano forum, it'll start you off with the beginning of the puzzle where at the beginning of episode 39, there was a spectrogram in there. And when you saw the blurry video that was fuzzing around and the audio in the background, you take that audio, copy and paste it into a spectrogram, and it says key puzzle with an icon of the Instagram icon. That leads you to going to an Instagram account named key puzzle. Then you go to the Instagram key puzzle account, and there are additional clues there. And what I'll do is I'll stop there to let you play with it. But you need to load 
PGP or install PGP, check out Car Charles Hoskinson's PGP video from like the year 2014. Uh, back back before he was super famous, when he was just mildly famous. And uh, there's, I've got a PGP video, a couple other videos out there. And if you see how PGP works, then that will allow you to use the Instagram key puzzle to continue to follow the clues, and you can reconstruct the puzzle. It is very difficult. I've had some good feedback, and we're thinking about doing another puzzle. Some people want to know who the puzzle creator was. They will remain anonymous until the puzzle creator decides to not be anonymous. Philippe and I did not know how the puzzle works. We only knew little pieces at the beginning to see samples, uh, but I didn't know how to connect the dots. We would have had to reconstruct it. But I'm glad the winners came out and said, hey, we won, because what happens is when the winners do that, it lends credibility to say, oh, that's legit. Yes. <laughs> so if people keep asking for... Uh, and another puzzle, I'll see if the puzzle creator can find the time to create a more difficult one. Because now that people know how they work, um, it, you know, it'll, it'll be easier to go through it and build it up. Yes, yes. Did they, did they solve it quicker than you, you were expecting? Because I, I thought it was going to take a little bit longer. It was solved almost exactly as anticipated by the puzzle creator. Okay. Okay. It was almost... We were looking at a month, and the, the anticipation was that if it took more than a month, then either something's broke or just you have to wait a year until the value of ADA goes up. And once the puzzle becomes worth, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars, then people, you know, then people would really get in and bust it. But the idea was just leave it sit out there on the internet. But the estimate was about a month. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That sounds good. That sounds good. Right on. There was uh, what was another thing we had to hit on? We have to hit on price. Oh, price! Yeah, we yeah. have our weekly price um, talk. Price talk. Not that not that we're traders or anything. Not that we know what we're what we're doing when we're when we're talking about price, but and not financial advice. No, no, not at all. Never, never, ever financial advice. I forgot to give my financial advice warning, but none of what we say is financial advice on this podcast. You are your best financial advisor. Okay, so um, Cardano ADA is uh, around four four and a half cents. Um, it's been a, it's been a rough market. I mean, Bitcoin has dropped and I've, I've heard that Bitcoin may continue dropping. So ADA may be pushed even further down. Um, but all of these are small blips in, in the grand scheme of things. We're coming up to the two year mark for Cardano. And, uh, you know, I'm a firm believer that if you don't hold an investment for, if you don't feel comfortable holding an investment for at least three years, you're not very confident in the project because three years is the is the minimum time frame for businesses to figure out whether they're going to be viable or not in the future. So, and I use that same logic for my investment strategies as well. So, it's still very early in the game, and uh, you know, don't. Uh, if you if you feel like capitulating, that's fine. If you feel like your investments are suited elsewhere, that's fine as well. Uh, you know, you do what's best for you, and you make your own decisions. But here on the Cardano Effect, we're very passionate about the project Cardano, and we have been, and we will be for a very long time. So you do as you see fit, and you are your best financial advisor. So if you think you can make more money elsewhere, if you think your money's safer elsewhere then by all means, take it out and do what is best for you. Um, Rick, did you want to add anything to that? Yeah. Safe and make money is like 
on a seesaw. One goes up, the other goes down. The less safe, that's not financial advice. That's just real world observations. Yeah. The thing I wanted to add is Ada climbed from uh, number 13 on coin market cap a week and a half, two weeks ago to number 11. It's very close though. The, the values are between Ada, Stellar, and Monero. You're looking at 1.1, 1.2, $1.3 billion at this point in time. It would be interesting if one of the viewers have a, a chance, if you look up, what was the price of Bitcoin in 2011? That would be comparative to Ada currently, two years into its life cycle anyway. Yes. So that would be the way to look at it. Um, I don't know if it was around a dollar or $30, but you know, you've seen the stories from back in the day. Yes. But I just call it time to buy. I just call it time to buy. It's still ultra high risk. Yeah. Extremely high risk. Because, you know, ADA does not live in a decentralized environment yet. Yeah. It, it's still in a federated environment. Yes. And so, so speaking about decentralized environment, let's move on to the first Reddit post for the top Reddit post for the week. So if you're not familiar, Charles Hoskinson had an AMA yesterday regarding uh, end of the month updates. So he promised some end of the month updates on Twitter and he delivered yesterday. And uh, one of the the key things to get out of that. So I watched a replay last night and uh, there's going to be an incentivized test net coming soon. So um, I believe we're going to get more information towards the end of September and uh Basically, this means that staking rewards uh, will be live. I'm not 100% sure whether or not that's just going to be for pool operators or it's going to be for stake delegators as well um, because it's still the the testnet. And even though it's incentivized testnet, I'm not sure how the payout will work. So we're probably going to hear more details rolled out next month regarding that. Uh, I don't know if anyone in the chat had more information about that, but... uh, that was the just the the biggest announcement yesterday. Um, he talked about the Ouroboros Hydra research as well. Um, that's all about proof of stake and making sure that this can be implemented within Cardano. Um, he talked about the Wyo Hackathon, uh, sending Plutus developers to um, Wyo, the Wyo Hackathon and allowing the Plutus developers to build. And he was talking about how, in comparison to Ethereum, you. Uh, Plutus is, is, is really forming and a lot of developers are, sh- are going to be showing interest in the future. And this is a proprietary software from IOHK for the Cardano project. And people are going to that are interested in coding in Haskell will be able to build their applications using Plutus. And I'm sure Marlo is going to be added to that as well. So I don't know. I wanted to maybe jump to the comment section and see if there are a few comments regarding this, what people thought about the AMA. Uh, what are your initial thoughts? Uh, what are you excited about, Rick? Yeah, so I, I would like to give a shout out to Junsuk Choi, who did a summary of the AMA yesterday, and it's on his website, junsukchoi.me. And uh, his quick summary for the beginning of the AMA, IOHK workshop and release cycles that IOHK had the uh, workshop in Colorado, including Duncan, the marketing team, and the Rust team, and Haskell teams. And I had to switch to this because I'm having trouble connecting to Reddit. I lost my connection again. My internet's working. Okay. Reddit is not. I don't know if anybody else is seeing that. And uh, yeah, so he touched on the Rust testnet status. The Rust testnet phase, t- phase one is finished successfully. Hundreds of bugs have been reported and fixed, and the software's rapidly evolved. The Rust client 
uh, starts testnet for the network test phase two. So network phase is coming next. There was a bit of confusion yesterday on how the timeline was laid out. Jun Suk Choi laid it out. Okay, so in September, near the end of September, launches the network phase and the announcement for the launch of the rewards era, the staking era, will come at the end of September around Ada's birthday is September 29th. So around that time, there will be an announcement as to when the Shelly testnet will be launched. Those were the key takeaways from the announcement. I don't think I articulated that very well. I'm sorry. Let's check the comments while I fix my Reddit so we can get user feedback. Yes. The main reason for us doing the, the live weekly is so you guys can give us live inputs, live feedback, and live questions. The first question I saw in there, Philippe, was when Shelly release? December 2019. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's the show. Yes. That's the date. Uh, we also have a question from uh, Leap Trans saying, I'm wanting to go to the Wyo Hackathon. Are you guys going? We should get a drink or work on something. I will not be attending the Wyo Hackathon. It is just too far from where I am. So I don't know about you, Rick, um, but it's not going to be possible for me. No, I'm not going. I have work. Rusty Bike said... Um, I used to keep my aid on uh, in my wallet and I use stop loss on exchange. I love this project, but my trust is shaken. I feel like I'm being dumped on for two years on fake promises. Well, you 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 have been being dumped on for the past two years. That's a, a fact. Everyone in altcoins have been being dumped on for for two years. So there's no um, there's truth in that statement. Uh, as far as fake promises, I mean, I would say missed deadlines. You know, I wouldn't call them fake promises because the testnet is coming out and the testnet has come out and staking will be released eventually. So uh, fake promises would mean that they weren't going to release Shelly at any point. And I don't think that's true or accurate. Um, I know it's frustrating, but, you know, the entire market is red and there are people say, put your money in Bitcoin if you can't handle the pressure of the altcoins or do something a little bit more conservative. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I don't know. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah, I, I would have to say I have to agree with Rusty's sentiment on that, that it's just the, the delays, the delays build up. We did not anticipate these delays. Uh, Charles touched on it in his AMA yesterday that when they first started estimating the timeline, I don't want to quote him. But they didn't have enough data to go on to give accurate estimates. Now the estimates are getting more accurate because they know what their capabilities are and they know how long it takes. But when you are trading like Rusty indicated here, when, when you're losing real money or not losing, but you fail to gain, I look at a failure to gain is a loss. It can it can drag you down. It does. It does it to me also. Mm. So I just I look at my strategy and I try to adjust on the fly and say, OK, this is what I thought would happen. Uh, and it didn't. So what do I do next? And I just try to stay positive. It's tough sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. But it happens with my other tokens as well. They've lost. But other tokens, Stellar Tezos have done a little bit. Uh, well, I mean, they have their version of staking is running. But it might not be the next evolution in staking. It might just be, okay, here's the protocol that works. And yeah, 
Yeah. It might not be as good as the Cardano protocol. And that's where I'm, that's where I put money where my mouth is. You know, if you were to look at my portfolio, it's way heavy on Cardano and not quite as heavy on the others. And uh, yeah, the only thing I can do is try to cheer you up, Rusty and everybody else. It's not just Rusty. There's yeah. a lot of people out there who are going, oh, well, for oh. sure. For sure. This is yeah. this is difficult. It's high risk, high return. Very. That, that's the key word, high risk. Yeah. But if this works out, the returns will be uh, astronomical, life changing. So the absolute worst were the ERC-20 tokens. My gosh, what a freaking uh, – it's a scam. That's I'm going to call it a scam. ERC-20s, except Chainlink, and Chainlink will probably try to be, well, we didn't really need the ERC-20. We just needed that to keep track of something. You know, <laughs> ERC-20s are garbage. I don't know any really good ones. <laughs> I shouldn't say it like that, but it's true. Yeah, no, there are a lot of garbage projects out there. Yeah, a there's lot just of, so many. A lot of them. When you have, like, several thousand that are worthless and only a couple that have value – I don't mean to go off on a tangent. Thank you, Rusty Bike, for that comment. Let me see any other ones on there. The Elite Trance says, I'm wanting to go to Wyoming Hackathon. You guys go. And that's the one you touched on earlier. Yes, yes. Uh, we, we should meet up. Sorry, I'm not going. Huawei Apple's on there again. What's up, Huawei Apple? Andy said that I use eToro to get my ADA. I have a Yodoi wallet, but I need to learn how to use it. What's the best way? There are plenty of instruction videos. I have a couple of instruction videos of how to send funds to your Yodoi wallet on my channel. You can check Emergo's channel. Um, Rick, did you do any Emergo videos? Um, I mean, Yodoi videos on your channel? I did. Okay. So all three of our channels. I got to thank Emergo. Emergo made my old 1.3 video their official video. Oh, beautiful. Well, they, they, Emergo didn't. The, the Telegram channel did. Okay. The Telegram channel correction to that but uh so the filpa channel digital fortress and emergo check out emergo's youtube channel they have yes their videos are the i would call them the authoritative ones yes and the ones philippe and i make are the uh the other ones yes the other ones yeah uh red man asked how come no one asked about emergo hk well rick did put out the video and i think the company's defunct i think they're defunct that's just my opinion i if you see no data, you know, well, okay. What are, what are you supposed to do with no data? I don't know. Yes, yes. It's only fair. It's only fair for me to say. Yes. I, I see nothing since April 25 and 26. No comms websites down. The website they made that was supposed to be kind of like a scam alert is gone. Doesn't work anymore. Got, I got to call it. I call it ground truth. Ground truth is... There's nothing coming out of there. There's no comms. As far as I'm concerned, it's gone. It's dead. Yes. Stick a fork in it. And then if, if I'm wrong, let me know. Yes. No, for <laughs> sure. For sure. Please. For sure. Tell me I'm wrong. And I think the only people that can address this are the Emergo people that have had or may have had relationship with a uh, business relationship with uh, Emergo HK. Excellent point, guys. Keep in mind, Emergo is... Growing. Emergo is gigantic. Yeah. This is a small spin-off. Emergo HK is just a tiny spin-off um, that just faded away. Yeah. Emergo proper is doing massive work and massive progress. Yes. I call it Emergo proper. I think it's just Emergo. I don't know where I got that word. It's <laughs> just a little uh, thing I attached to the end of it or something. C.L. Brown says that video of Charles at the whiteboard was what sold me to LOL 
Cardano has been my baby since. I agree. Yes. I have a long-term view. My yes. long-term view is unchanged. My long-term view of Cardano is it's the best proof-of-stake project out there. Yes. Regardless of the hiccups. You know, all these hiccups we're running into right now, Philippe? Yeah. These are these are the scars we earn. These are the stories we will tell ten years yes, from now. Yes, yes. We will say ten years from now. Those of us here on, in the chat, those of us in the project now, ten years from now, we'll be the ones who look back and say, "I was there. I felt the pain." Yes, you have to. You have to have a long term vision with these things. Uh, just to remind you, you're not. This is not a get rich quick scheme. Uh, there are a few people that do get rich quick in, in in these type of bull markets and when crypto runs and rallies. But this is a this is a long game. This is a long game. I want to remind everyone that the company Amazon came out in like 1997, I believe. That's when their IPO was, and it was around a dollar. And then it, early in the 2000s, it rushed up to almost a hundred dollars, and then went back down to ten dollars for the longest time. So from like 2000 to 2000. 10 for a decade, the growth was extremely slow. But there were people that understood the vision of what Amazon was going to be. And there are people that held since 1997, all the way until now when the stock is almost $2,000 $2, a share. So you have to have a long-term vision. And, you know, I don't know, I, I feel like I have a good gut when it comes to these kind of things. I have a gut feeling that certain things are going to work. Because I do my research, it's not just uh, it's not just a fairy tale. I really look into what's going to happen, and you know, I I saw. I mean, I'm I'm young, so I wasn't able to invest in Amazon in 1997, but I did invest in Amazon in in 2012, 2013, and I did invest in Apple. I did invest in Google. I did invest in these companies that, over longer periods of time, they grow, they grow, they grow, and they grow. And once again, I'm late to that boat because I wasn't able to invest 10, 20 years ago. But this opportunity now, let's look five years into the future. Let's look 10 years into the future. And I don't even think it's going to take 10 years to tell you the truth. You know, I think it's a few years before we see something astronomical because this is a whole new industry. So, yeah, I mean, good luck to everyone. But that's my play. And uh you put your money where you feel like you want to put your money at. And if you don't feel like you want to take that risk, just sit it out. Sit it out. There will be other opportunities that present themselves. So sorry for that rant. <laughs> no, that's a good rant. I went through the same process. It happened to me with gold, Amazon, Google. I didn't have investment money then. I was raising a family. Mm. I had zero expendable income. The only thing I had was credit card debt. You you know, you, you can't buy stocks on with credit card debt. <laughs> Uh, so I knew, and with Bitcoin, and I said, uh, Bitcoin got kind of, you know, so I said, I'm not missing this. Yeah. Every, every payday, I take a little chunk and I buy a little bit of ADA. Yes. I, I purchased my first little chunk of BTC in, I believe, 2012. And it was a small chunk, small chunk. And I was in college then, so I didn't have a lot of expendable income. I don't know. You just got to figure out what you want and and then just sit long term for it and you know, hopefully things work out. But yep. I did the same thing with Bitcoin. Just yeah. bought a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, not even whole Bitcoin at some points and said, I mean, because I couldn't afford whole Bitcoin, even in 2014. So, yeah. Oh, there's a few other comments. Let's hit a few more comments. We'll go to the next yes, one. Yes, um, yes. Wobbly Apple said, can you ask Charles and confirm it, please? No. No. I can ask. No. Uh, I think he's referring to the Emergo HK. Oh, okay. If, if not, Huawei, I apologize. 
I'm not going to ask Charles to confirm anything. It looks dead to me. It's dead as far as I'm concerned. Emergo Japan did not want them funded. Okay, Emergo. Okay, there's a trade fees has trade feeds has a comment on that. Just got here. Edvios Directo says, did Charles make any announcement yet as he promised? Yes, he did. He made an announcement yesterday. Check out his YouTube channel. It's uh, awesome. Uncle Chop Shop said, win Cardano Effect t-shirts. Oh, win Cardano Effect t-shirts. Oh, good question. <laughs> uh, we just we had a few back and forth with uh, Crypto Supreme, just like saying, uh, someone want to make um, t-shirts for us. Now, not to throw not to throw this off guard, but I just I noticed General Zod makes t-shirts. And I'm thinking, oh, maybe I should ping General Zod. He has uh, I'll look up his website and we'll put a link down below for that. But um, mm. well, if he's if he's going to make Cardano Effect t-shirts. So we'll ask somebody. I do like the logo. I should have one of my own. Yeah. <laughs> there it is right there behind Philippe. The t-shirt will look yes. like that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. You ready to go to the next ones? Yeah, let's go to the next ones. Okay. Um, you want to get the next one? Yeah. Uh, the incentive work started for the Rust Shelley testnet is the number two news this week. Yes. The incentive work started. There have been posts in GitHub. That was from Sebastian's Twitter. I consider Sebastian like the most reliable source of news. He's my filter. If I'm confused, go look at Sebastian's Twitter. <laughs> that, that'll only confuse you. Yes, yes. But Sebastian posted a bit on there with uh, from GitHub. So yes, that has started. It, it was the launch of the documents. When I looked into there, they launched the documentation phase of the incentive work, and there have been a lot of commits. Again, the GitHub, you're looking at a thousand commits per week in the Cardano ecosystem, which is massive. Yeah, that is that's massive. That's staggering. Staggering. Philippe, there was two things I would touch on. There were people that posted articles articles that said you cannot look at GitHub commits to determine the health or progress of a project. That is true. It is only one data point of all the data points out there. Uh, and people ask me about, uh, on they've asked me on Telegram about, do I think Shell will be ready in December? My answer is I'm 80% confident at this point. That's fine. It's okay to have a confidence level. I'm not going to say yes. I'll say about 80% chance. If I was, that means I'm betting in favor of it. I'm still betting in favor of it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's okay to have a few doubts. That's fine. So that's uh, that was it on number two. Incentive work started for Russ Shelley. Yes, yeah, it did. Philippe, there's one thing I wanted to touch on with the last episode with Caitlin Long. Yes. And that is, for those of you who haven't seen the last episode of the or of the Cardano Effect with Caitlin Long, she brings a new perspective to blockchain. Currently, you know, blockchain is very early, still kind of young. Crypto is still being built. It's very developer-centric. She's not a developer. She's looking at it from the political, monetary, financial policy aspect. And most people involved with crypto don't like to talk about politics. Well, she talks about it in a sense of the financial legal side and talks to the politicians about how to put the legal policies in place. So if you didn't catch that on the Caitlin Long episode, check that out and have a think on that. I think what I'm going to do when I get some time next week is 
write a template letter, a letter to members of Congress, where if you're an American, you can copy and paste and modify the letter saying, member of Congress, you know, whoever your representative is, I would like to see the financial laws that you apply to fiat and the U.S. dollar. I would like to see them apply to crypto. Because that's what I noticed Caitlin Long does. She just simply takes, this is what you're doing fiat for fiat. Take that same law, apply that same law to crypto. You're doing it for fiat. Why not do it for crypto? And I started to realize is that I don't know if that's her strategy, but that's how it looks to me. What do you think of that, Philippe? I thought it was pretty cool. I realized, yeah, she's just simply taking, you're doing this for fiat and it works for fiat. Take the same rule, apply it to crypto and it'll work on crypto. Yes, yes. No, I, I think it's a very rational approach. And it seems like she's making a lot of headwinds in Wyoming. And we need more people like Caitlin Long to progress uh, legislation forward in all the other states. So that template letter that you're talking about, that's the kind of things that we could do maybe on our own to try to get involved and try to push the ball forward. We know that the people that are working in office, most of them are dinosaurs and they don't really embrace change in that sense. So it's, uh, but you need to check out that episode and let us know what you think. Let us know what your thoughts are about that. And uh, yeah, that's what we need. That's what we need. That's what we need. Simple cut, um, simple cut laws that allow people, individual investors to thrive, allow businesses to thrive and don't cut anyone out with ridiculous taxation and double taxation and this and that. Um, property value is important as well. So that whole property talk that we had about crypto in Wyoming is very important. If you have a bankruptcy or you have a lien on your account and your, your assets are registered in Wyoming, they can't be touched. Um, Go go check that episode out. There's a lot of nuggets in there. So, yep, there certainly is. Philippe, I want to touch on one question. We'll go to the next one. It wasn't a question. Mike Porter says, "Please give an estimate of token value." You guys mince around quite a bit. Thank you, Mike, for the input. My guess is about twenty to thirty cents a few months after Shelly is fully operational, live on the internet. So when it goes live on the internet, regardless of Bitcoin's price, so all numbers are relative to Bitcoin, but given the current Bitcoin price and Shelly is live decentralized on the main net, I'd say between 20 and 30 cents. And I suck at that. So if that's what I'm saying, I'm probably wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Got to know that too. That's why I don't do TA. <laughs> The next item on our list. Philippe, you want to go to the next one? Sure. Uh, from Paradigm Fund, this is Cardano, one of the six unicorns, new testnet release in partnership with Berlin-based blockchain venture studio Confidio. So we, we, we touched on Confidio last week. I, we don't know too much about Confidio. I, I visited their website. I looked at their crunch base. It doesn't look like they have any VC funding or equity-based funding. It seems like it's a private company. They have between 11 and 20 employees. Last time I checked, if I recall correctly. But, you know, this is not really news to me because I don't know what this is. So that's personally for me, I don't know what the partnership means. It's got to mean a little bit more than buzzwords. I read the read the feed. And until I find out more information, it's not really news to me. What about you, Rick? Yeah, my take on that is... So just so, you guys, just so you guys are clear, it says the other five unicorns, one of the Reddit commenters put that in there. The unicorns are Ethereum, Cardano, 
Definity Foundations, Bitmain, Cosmos, and the network Polkadot. All right. Uh, my take on the Confidio is I looked at their webpage. There's 19 employees listed there, which is a lot of people. Backeats press release said they have 35 employees globally, which is a very, which is a significant number of people. However, I looked at the webpage and there's not much there. It's a lot of boilerplate. I mean, there's a lot of words, but if you read the words, there's no real specific accomplishments that jump out and make me go, oh, wow, you know, you got the a big company here. So let's see how they do. Yeah. Let's see how, uh, let's see how they perform. You know, it looks kind of boilerplate on the webpage. They came into existence in 2016. So they need time to establish a track record. You know, it's, it's like the Patriots. Philippe and I compare to sometimes. Tra- Patriots have a track record. If you don't have a track record and you're going up against the Patriots, yes, you're betting on the Patriots. Oh, definitely, definitely. <laughs> so the, the hardest thing about these partnerships, these blockchain partnerships, is you don't know really what's going on behind the scenes because these companies don't often put out press releases. There is no YouTube videos. There are no videos describing what they do. So you kind of just have to take the word that it's a good partnership or. It, it means something, but you know, we'll see. We'll see. I'll get. You have to give them the benefit of the doubt. Of course, I don't know the company, so uh, there's no slander coming out here. But I just don't. I if I don't if I don't read it and I don't understand what's happening, it's not it's not newsworthy to me. Yep, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. I'm, I'm glad we have it. It's great progress. You know, we're making progress, establishing those partnerships. Yeah. Let's see how it plays yes. out. Like I mentioned last week, sometimes you have to grow your own. Kind of like this podcast. Philippe and I weren't famous before this podcast. We're still not famous. <laughs> <laughs> but we still love you guys. Yeah. Yeah, no, we do. We, we do. still appreciate you dialing in. No, this is great. We're, Rick and I are having a blast, by the way. This is this is a lot of fun. This is a lot of fun. And uh, we foresee ourselves doing this for a very long time in the future. And hopefully... As the ecosystem grows and when Plutus releases and when staking releases, we're going to have a lot of fun episodes coming. So they're going to get a lot more fun, a lot more entertaining. And uh, we have some we have some surprises in, in store. So just stay tuned and keep on supporting us. Keep on sharing our content. And we want to grow this. It's 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 massive. This podcast is massive already. It's, it's superseded my expectations. Uh, hopefully in the bull run, it even grows even more or when cardano becomes the one it becomes the the go-to podcast for crypto that's all that's our goal but uh continue watching we're going to try to get as many guests as possible and uh yeah and we encourage other people to to get those youtube videos out there as well that way when people search the internet for cardano a year from now they're just they'll have all the information they need too much information i'm okay with that Mm. we need cardano all over the internet Yes, yes. That way after Shelly becomes decentralized and people start searching Google and Bing for Cardano, it just fills their web page yes. with Cardano-based YouTube videos. Exactly. So exactly. Exactly. Pushing up the pushing up our SEO. Oh, that relates to one of the comments coming up too. Okay. The next one, the next comment, Philippe, is help. What can individuals do to support the project? Oh, perfect segue. Let's check comments. Then we'll segue right into what can people do to support the project? Uh, there was one on here that caught me. Oh, I can't find it now. Uh, okay. I'll see it on there. If anyone has suggestions of who you would like to see on the podcast, 
uh, feel free to let me know in the chat or at the cardanoeffect.io contact form. If you know of people out there who you think would be very effective, they don't have to be Cardano cheerleaders. They don't have to be Cardano supporters. Yeah. They can be Cardano critics. Yes. We, we would like to get some Cardano critics on here. Yes. Yes. And uh, they can also be completely non-Cardano related as in their blockchain in general. So we're going, we're looking for guests for that purpose. And if you have ones that you might find of interest, let us know. Yes. We'll be emailing people and bringing them on. Yes. So when you see non-Cardano people coming up, bear with us. We're doing it for a very good reason. We're doing it to get the broader perspective and it will invite people from other projects into the Cardano space. Yes. As well as uh, like CryptoVisor's videos. His videos invite people from Cardano into other spaces and other spaces into Cardano. They're very facilitative for that. So the next uh, Reddit fleet was help. What can individuals do to support the project? From Tupan Chora, everything. Content creation is YouTube videos, support on Twitter, although be alert that Twitter can become an echo chamber. But if you reach out across other mediums, we've got people posting medium articles and uh, people who compose very well thought out tweets to get information out into the world. And community meetups, I've heard somewhere, I don't know the exact specs on it, but I've heard the community meetups are very helpful with um, bringing people into the space. Plus, your ideas. I'm trying to see, I clicked on the link to see what the ideas are, and my Reddit crashed again. I apologize for that. I'm on a live feed, and it keeps, it says something went wrong. Just don't panic. No worries. I'll yours take over working? a little bit. Yes, yes. Okay, good. Because you're about to get a hurricane, so you better have working Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so people were saying that creating content, educating, organizing uh, meetups, creating dApps. Um, I would like to add that you coming in and tuning into the Cardano effect is helping. You sharing a link from what we're doing is helping or what someone else is doing is helping. You staying as educated and on top of the project as possible is what's going to support the project. I know it's very developer friendly right now and it's developer centric. So if you don't know how to write in Haskell or you don't necessarily understand what Plutus is or what Marlowe is or what side chains are or understand the technical nature behind Cardano, but, but feel like it's a good project and what you read, you really like what you read. I would recommend just staying involved because once staking happens, that's what you're going to be able to do in order to support the project, whether that's creating a staking pool or just delegating your stake to a staking pool. That's going to support the network and showing people exactly what you're doing to receive your staking rewards and how you're verifying blocks and helping to secure the blockchain. So that's going to help greatly uh, in the future when businesses are built on top of Cardano using their products. Maybe creating a little smart contract yourself. You know, they could, there could be like some kind of uh, DEX or decentralized eBay that's built on top of Cardano and using it to sell something or provide a service. That's what's going to happen. That's what, that's what we need in order to increase the number of transactions that are happening within Cardano. And I say this all the time. The more the network is used, the higher your staking rewards are going to be. The more the chain is going to benefit you. So it's about... It's actually about utility. So it's really important that as many people use the blockchain as possible. 
And it's not even about investing, just using it directly or indirectly. And that's going to benefit everyone. So stay in tune, support when you can. I know everyone doesn't want to put their face on the internet and uh, put their identity out there and uh, you know deal with all the trolls and stuff like that. But you can play a big role behind the scenes. And it's, it's one and the same. We need as many people in front of the camera as we do behind the camera. So um, yeah, uh, that's, that's what I have to say about that. No, I love your passion, Philippe. I, you, you get what you wind up. I was like, yeah, that's awesome. He's in there. <laughs> I'm cheering you on. My suggestion is write your elected representatives one-on-one personal. Try to get, try to get blockchain a more level playing field with fiat right now. The, the, the playing field is very tilted. You know, the world was designed around fiat. So yeah, write your, write your elected representatives. Yeah. That's something I think is missing. A lot of the other information is known. And, and is being done. And that is something that could certainly help. And post, if you do write your elected representative, post it on the Cardano form so others can look to it as an example about what to write about and what to say. So if you lead by example by writing a type, a letter that you would send to your representative, please remember be polite and respectful. Don't be an internet troll. Staffers will read the read what you have to say. And if it's good quality content, they will pass that on to the elected representative. But if it reads terrible and is obviously not, you know, they'll 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 filter it out. That's why they have staffers. So just uh give it a try and post it, and we'll learn better and we'll write better letters to the elected reps. Maybe someday you'll have a playing field that gives crypto at least a little bit of a chance. <laughs> yes, yes. And the next, the next on the red list is very similar. Promote Cardano. It relates to the tweet from Sean Alamov. Sean is an outstanding ambassador. He is bringing physical fitness into the game. So his tweet is, uh, and he's in New York. He wants to run a Brooklyn Marathon with me promoting Cardano. I don't know exactly what he's going to do. Maybe wear a Cardano T-shirt. But you know how you have like uh, different marathons, promotions, sign up lists and stuff like that. Probably related to that. He also have, has a tweet where he'll lift a 202 pound cowbell for every something. I'm not looking at tweet, so I don't want to say what that something is. But a 202 pound kettlebell, not a cowbell, kettlebell uh, is the heaviest kettlebell in the world. Wow. That's the heaviest they make kettlebells. That's intense. That's intense. It is. <laughs> Thank you, Sean, for bringing <laughs> physical fitness into the blockchain space oh, yes. where you got a bunch of people sitting around behind computers. Oh, yes. Oh, by the way, if you're stressed out about the price, go outside and run. Go play a sport. Tire yourself out physically. It really helps with the mental clarity for the long-term picture. I find that that's very therapeutic. Whenever you're getting stressed out about price decline, just go out, get some fresh air, run, do something, swim. We'll play basketball. I don't know. Do play something, and it helps a lot. Pass the time. That's what I do. Yeah, I go to the beach. See, either go to the beach or go hiking yes. or something. Yeah. Get away from the computer. Yes. Don't be looking at us. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you're stressed out, don't watch the countdown. <laughs> we'll make it worse. No, I'm just kidding. All right, we're ready for the next one. What do we got coming up? Uh, this Ooh, one, it's a big one. Yes, at the upcoming Wyo Hackathon. IOHK CEO Charles Hoskinson will be the speaker 
at the event. Plus, we'll be sharing Plutus and Marlowe with the community. Want to learn more? Click here. So uh, this also ties back to the Caitlin Long episode, talked about the YO Hackathon. Uh, last year, there were over 400 developers, but she expects it to substantially increase. And uh, IOHK is sponsoring the YO Hackathon. So the developers will be using Plutus and Marlowe to build their little dApps and smart contracts and displaying them there. So it's really going to... I hope that we're going to probably get some use cases out of this of what can Plutus take, what can Marlow take. The system itself is probably going to be stress tested to see what they need to fix and what they need to add on. But it's very, it's very reassuring that they're actually bringing a minimum viable product out to the Wild Hackathon and letting people test and build and they're confident. And you know that IOHK only releases something when they're 100% accurate that it's going to perform as function. So it seems to me that Plutus is very close from actually launching. And like Charles said in his yesterday's AMA, it's one quarter after the staking, uh, staking goes live that smart contracts will go live. So smart contracts coming soon. I think that's that's the message we can get out of this. And Anyone that's going to the Wild Hackathon, post stuff on Twitter, post stuff in Telegram, send some pictures. Let us know what's going on. Yeah, and I hope that the Wyoming Hackathon is being streamed because the guest list is really good. Jesse Powell, Caitlin Long, Representative Tyler Lindholm, Anthony Pompliano. I like Pomp. He's a cheerleader, but he's a good cheerleader, and he's also very smart. Okay, And uh, sometimes Pomp takes a little bit of flack, but he, he never stops driving. He writes a letter every day. Uh, that's something the community could do. He writes a letter every day that goes out to a bunch of professional investors because he's a professional. Andrew Hinks, several other people were listed on here. Check out yohackathon.io and you can see the guest list. I do, I do not know if it's being live streamed. Oh, Peter McCormick will be there. Oh my gosh. Peter McCormick is hilarious. He is like the uh, arch enemy of Craig Wright and I, I follow him on Twitter. If you want a good laugh, follow Peter McCormick. He's a really solid. He's an he's an alpha. He's an alpha male. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's funny. He just bashes Craig Wright. Craig Wright's going to go speak at some event, and Peter McCormick was invited. And Peter McCormick replied and said, "I want to speak at that event." And the title is "Craig Wright is a fraud." And the speaking slot I want is the one right before Craig Wright. <laughs> so he's going to go to a speaking event titled Craig Wright is a fraud. And he's going to be the speaker before oh. Craig Wright. I was like, oh, my oh God. My if you guys are feeling down, here's two ways I get to feel better. I go on the Cardano trading channel. Those guys got the best sense of humor on earth. No matter how, mar- no, no matter how bad the market gets, Cardano trading channel is hilarious. And number two, there's a couple people to follow on Twitter that will always cheer you up. And Peter McCormick <laughs> is one of them. <laughs> yeah. David Esser, Jeremy Wood, they'll be speaking there oh, also. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yes, sir. Wyoming Hackathon is looking good. So you have a lot of Cardano people and you have a lot of people from outside Cardano because it's a blockchain in general event coming up. Yes. All right. Uh, questions and comments in the chat. How are we doing over there? Caitlin Long, they're happy about that. Yes. Cardano cycle team for Tour de France. Uh, that's a suggestion. That was a suggestion from Huawei Apple. 
That would be cool. If anybody out there is big in sports or you go to publicly visible events, simply wearing your Cardano t-shirt is big visibility. I went to the grocery store the other day wearing a Cardano shirt. And I, I, I could have sworn that someone was staring at my shirt. You know, I don't know if they knew what Cardano was, but it seemed like they were either staring at me, I was doing something, or they were staring at my shirt. But yeah, so. They wanted your autograph. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, that guy looks, Yeah. where do I know that guy from? <laughs> what, yeah, um, I, I have the Cardano logo shirts and Sometimes people will ask me and they'll say, what's Cardano? Because they're looking for Nike yeah. or, you know, whatever the logo is. Yeah. And, and it gives me a chance to mention, oh, it's a, a pro, it's a cryptocurrency project, you know, just a few words. Just yes. To, and if they bite, I'll talk more. But if they don't bite, you just uh, leave it. I just leave yeah. it at that. Leave it at that. I try to avoid, don't ever shove it down people's throats. That's yeah. the best way to turn them off. Oh, yeah, yeah. The best is to say nothing. Eventually, people will come and ask you questions, especially when you're in a staking pool, getting your staking rewards every five days. And, and oh, wow, look at this person. Oh, look at a family member X. You know, they have this, this, this whole investment strategy. They're doing something big and they're getting the rewards. So I want to hear more about it. That's how, that's how it's going to happen. Yeah. We need to staking the release first. And trust me, a lot of people are going to get excited. Yeah. Philippe? You touched on something that was close to my heart this morning, and that is 3% staking is looking pretty good now compared to my current retirement strategy. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm looking at it going, okay, you know what? 3% staking is looking uh, kind of nice. It's only 1% per- on Stellar, but Stellar isn't staking. It's simply 1% inflationary. Yeah. It just inflates by 1%. And you have to also remember the NOR transactions, that 3% can go higher, yeah. can go much higher. So depending on that. And then that's just the rewards you get back, not adding the appreciation of ADA itself. So there's it's like a it's like a twofold thing. And then the more people that are staking, the more ADA that's going to be locked up, price will increase. It's like a feedback loop. If everything goes back perfectly, it just price increases. Not financial advice. How many more do we have here? It's approaching the hour mark and we don't want to cut it off. So it, we're going to wrap up in about five minutes. Yes. If you have any questions that you want to get in, please let us know. Let me scan chat real quick here. LG Bino says he's walks to the bank, gets a loan, walk back home, <laughs> buys ADA, physical fitness, not financial advice. Don't do that. <laughs> I would I would do that. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't have to walk to the bank yeah. anymore. The Cardano logo is pretty. It is pretty. It would it look is. really good on a, a 2020 Corvette in yes. Cardano blue. That has a mid-engine. The 2020 Corvette, you don't need to buy a Lambo anymore. <laughs> 2020, it'll be called the Cardano Corvette. If, Rick, uh, Rick it, are you a Corvette guy? No, I, no, but I like Chevy. I have a Chevy truck. Okay. And yes, I, I, I am now a Corvette guy because the engine is in the back. I'm a Porsche guy. I like Porsche. Okay. I don't have one. Okay. We used to have an old beat-up Porsche in the driveway. It was a project car. Oh, it was really? really cheap. Yeah. <laughs> it's not there anymore. I think, it's, I, think I shaved with it this morning. But... Uh, I love Porsche's design, but now that Corvette has a mid-engine car, I think it's definitely going to be a contender. Huawei Apple says, as long as ADA beats 30-year government bonds, yeah, I'm pretty sure it'll do that. I'm pretty sure it'll do that. We, we talked about the monetary system with Caitlin Long, and, you know, like, 
these people are very involved with what's going on, the economics behind the economy, and the system is unstable. So it's eventually there's eventually going to be a transition of power, whether that's going to be quick or a slow a slow a slow movement of wealth from one asset class to another asset class. Uh, it's good to hedge yourself. You know, don't throw everything in, but hedge yourself. Yep. Hey, let's hit on the last couple subjects here in case anybody wants to touch on those. I'm just going to summarize. The next ones we have on the list is Cardano ADA. Will it become a currency? That one was on the top 10 list. Okay. My Yeah, my answer to that is yep. Yes. Well, it is a currency now, just not to be... No, it's a CryptoVisor YouTube video that explains that. Oh, okay. 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 So check out that YouTube video okay. from CryptoVisor. Okay. Awesome. Awesome YouTuber we got there. Okay. And yeah, I agree. It, it is a currency now. Bitcoin is definitely a currency because people are transacting with it. It's not just a store of value. Ethereum is a currency. Cardano has a little bit of growing to do. It's a currency as far as you can trade it. And in South Korea, you can purchase things with it. Yeah. But as long as the purchase is a, if the purchase is a crypto to fiat converter, I don't consider it entirely a currency. And I lost my Reddit feed. I think that's my signal, Philippe. Okay. 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 Do we have any more YouTube questions and then we can sign out? Uh, people say they love Charles' last AMA talking about value. Yep. Thank you, Crypto Addictive. Yes. Thank you, everyone who's dialed in. Yes. I appreciate it. Oh, Brazuka says, I know you guys still have full-time jobs. I'm curious what kind of industry you guys are in, healthcare, technology, or finance. I'm in defense contracting. I'm a trainer. I go around and train people how to use software. And uh, I run my own business. I run a government contracting business. So I do facility support services, facility management services, janitorial services. I I bid for contracts. Yeah. Contracting is a, you know, it, it can it can be a rough and a rewarding field both. And you got to take the pros with the cons. You got to take the fleas with the dogs. Yes. Yes. There's there's risk involved with contracting. Yes. Yes. You know, but there's also, it's a very rewarding thing. If you're good at it and you remain competitive, then it's very rewarding. Yes. But it is, it is an antiquated system that could be revolutionized with blockchain and made a little bit more streamlined and more efficient. So, you know, hopefully in the future, I can incorporate some of blockchain, some of Cardano into what I do today. And that's that's a goal of mine, you know, so I can integrate both of them in order to pass on savings to the end user, create some smart contracts, create a system that provides more accountability for both the purchaser and, and the provider. So, yeah, I mean, it should be interesting. Yeah. All right. Thanks for those questions. Uh, oh, Brazuka replied, I work in the payment industry and I have to say cryptos definitely the feature big payment processor are moving into that space. Uh, we also had another commenter who works in the insurance industry looking to, you know, uh, it was Telegram user BZ asking about insurance industry, maybe not as applicable to insurance. Maybe history of payments for insurance is a good one, but in the finance industry, certainly a lot of blockchain use cases. We'll see when Plutus is online and fully functional in Marlowe because Marlowe, you don't have to be a programmer. If you're a financial expert, Marlowe is, makes sense to financial experts and they can build smart contracts that they would otherwise make on paper yeah. or in a centralized environment. Okay. Any other comments? Let us know. I think we're done, Philippe. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, did anyone else feel bad for the guys? 
Charles Kerstad and his AMA. This is from the Real Stag of Roach. I don't know. I mean, this isn't this isn't Charles's first AMA. So if you don't know who Charles is, if you send a comment like that, you may get destroyed. So that's just uh, a word to the wise. Yep. And uh, Jill G has a really good point here or question: Will the incentivized test net be available to the public or select group? It's available to the public, but you have to sign up. You have to know where to go. Go to the Telegram channel, Cardano Stake Pool Best Practices Work Group. And that's where you can get into the group. There are more than enough people. They only need a thousand. There are 2,000 people in there, but I have not seen anyone get turned away yet. So if you join to participate, you can get in on it. And we'll, we'll learn more details mid-September to end of September about that. So when they release that, we'll learn more about mm-hmm. that. Oh, Brian, thank you. Brian Williams says, gentlemen, you are to be commended for doing such a great job. Thank you, Brian. We appreciate the support. Really do. It, it means a lot. Yes. Thank you, Brian. And thank you, everyone, for dialing in. And yes. one last funny comment here from Dolphin134. Been watching Charles since 2017. Giraffe gang. Okay. <laughs> Charles epic giraffe. I haven't seen it in a while. No, we haven't. But we haven't. the giraffe thing was kind of cool. We like that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Plus, if you turn a giraffe upside down, the head, it looks like an Ada symbol or vice versa. (laughs) Upside down Ada looks like a giraffe head. (laughs) All right, Philippe, you ready to wrap up, sir? Thank you, everyone, for joining. Yes, thank you for everyone. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. I said Sunday at the beginning of this podcast, but it's Saturday. I'm losing track of days. I apologize for that. But thank you for tuning in on Saturday. This is our weekly live stream, episode 44 of the Cardano Effect podcast. It will be available on the streaming platforms later. And uh, until the next guest and until the next episode of the Cardano Effect podcast, you have a wonderful week. Stay safe. And for all those people that are in the path of Hurricane Dorian, make sure you have your supplies. Make sure you board up and have a contingency plan. And I, I hope the best for everyone. So once again, until the next episode of the Cardano Effect podcast, All right. Signing out, everyone. Bye.